Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a really successful student and a bad habit. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I work with some really successful students, and by successful, I mean people that are very, very capable of navigating the standard, the standard academic, uh, you know, minefield, right? So you're talking about people with 4.0s. You're talking about people with really, really even better than that GPAs. And when I say 4.0, I mean classically like the straight A. But you now are capable of getting more closer to like a 5.0. So I've, I've worked with students who have like a 4.6, 4.7. And they're very skilled, right? They know, they know how to turn things in. They know how, what to do to get extra credit. They know what to do to, to avoid any kind of deductions in, in grades. They also know how to, how to navigate the system over the summer. So they're not just messing around with, with high school courses. They're taking online courses. They're taking junior college courses. They're, they're doing a lot of stuff. And they're always touted as, as kind of the gold standard, right? Which is which is a beautiful thing, right? Like we, we very much value academic success or at least this type of academic success where we're all talking about, hey, what's this quantifiable number, right? That person is obviously very, very successful. And it's true. It's true. These students are crushing, right? They're taking AP history, AP English. They, by the time they go to college, some people have, have finished uh, or excuse me, have enough credits to have finished an entire year of college. And that is no small feat. Right? These are college-level courses that people are taking as sophomores, juniors, seniors in high school. It's awesome. It's awesome to see. And I have, I have a lot of respect for those students. But I've been working with some really high-end students lately. And, and there's been something that's been kind of bugging me about the relationship with them. One student in particular is this guy who's just, again, he's a monster, right? As far as, as, far as grades go. He doesn't, he doesn't want for anything. He's crushing it. And, and he's all about it. He's very proud of himself. His parents are very proud of him. They're like, he's got straight A's. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's getting after it. And I always like having those students in class because I want to see who they are under some pressure. Now, I am not, I'm not trying to say that this kid has not experienced pressure in, in his standard academic curriculum. Right. And again, he's got like a mid four GPA. He's really, he's really bright. He's pushing it hard. But that, that's a different kind of thing, right? Because he knows, he knows what to do to get that 4.5, right? He, he knows what to turn in. He knows who to talk to if there's a problem. He knows, he knows all that stuff. So in his world, there's pressure, yes, but it's a very controlled environment. That's what you have to realize. His parents are, are, are rooting for him. They're taking care of everything, his food, his travel, any worry he has, he's getting taken care of. And, and great. Like, that sounds like awesome parenting. You know, I'm not criticizing the parents at all. But again, it's all very predictable, right? He knows what he has to do. He knows when it has to get done. And he knows how it has to get done. And in my class, he can't do that. You know, in my class, he can't he can't just tell people, you know, or like complain to somebody and say like, Hey, I think I should have an A instead of a B plus. And in my classroom, he can't very carefully and methodically work through a specific set of problems and, and not, you know, not worry about the ground moving. Like when you come into my class, it's, it's game on, man. Like this is my world and I'm going to push you as hard as I can. I'm going to push you however I want. I'll change the rules on you. 
because that's what we need to do, right? That's what we need to do to find out who you are, to find out who you're going to be under real stress on, in, a, in a situation that you can't control. I have to actually artificially create that kind of chaos. And I've been thinking about why I do that, especially with students like that recently. And, and there's just something that keeps coming back into my head. And it's that we, we so value this predictable kind of, you know, quantitative thing, right? We so value the GPA, which again is something that you can do. You can do it pretty easily as far as planning ahead. Like it's not, it's not like it doesn't take a lot of time, but you know exactly what you have to do. You have to study the math. You have to study the English. You have to study the history. I mean, history is just dates, math are just equations and stuff. Like it's not like you got to do art or something. These students are everywhere, which is kind of why we have this problem with, with admissions in college right now. These students are everywhere. The students who have 4.5, 4.5 GPAs and, and are very capable from a quantitative standpoint. But the thing that I've been thinking about the most is I almost kind of view these people as lazy. And I know that's a terrible, terrible thing to say because it's like, look, you meet anybody who gets a 4.5, you know they are putting in hours and hours and hours of work every day. And they're, they're pushing really hard, right? But there's something about pushing really hard and having it be enough that just bothers me. It just bothers me. I've had so many instances in my life where I have pushed so damn hard, it, it broke me. And a lot of those instances were, were self-inflicted, right? I put myself in that situation. I bit off more than I could chew. I, I did it. It wasn't somebody saying, Matt, you should do this, Matt, you should do that. And, and because of that, I know who I am. Right? Because of that, I understand where my limits used to be. Because make no mistake, once I bit off more than I could chew, once I pushed myself to the breaking point, I understood where that number was. I understood where that target was. And I knew that it was my job to push that tomorrow. Right, Wherever it was, if I was at a 10 and I broke it at 10, it's like, look, tomorrow's 11. Tomorrow we're going to 11. And I became that person that became part of my progress that became part of my just my mo that's who i am i find the limit to the point where i break where i can't i can't keep going in whatever venue it is academic uh, professional athletic and then you got a target you got a target and it's terrifying it's terrifying to do it in front of people it's terrifying to to push yourself to the breaking point with people that you don't know that are surrounding you. It's, it's a really scary thing. And I don't, I don't for a second pretend like it's comfortable. Right. And again, I've been, I've been very embarrassed by my performances at times when I just, I didn't have it. I didn't have it, but, but I do know what I have because I did that. I have pride and self-respect. And more than anything, I have self-knowledge, right? I pushed myself until I couldn't do it anymore. 
I pushed myself to the point where I wasn't successful, where it wasn't enough. I know what it's like to not be enough. And when students roll into my classroom and they have a 4.5 or a 4.6 and they've always been enough, their best effort has always been enough. I always wonder, I always get worried. Like, who are you going to be when you realize you are not enough? What are you going to do? Are you going to freak out? Are you going to, are you going to walk out of the test? Are you going to lose composure and just blow up like a bomb? What are you going to do? I never know with those people. I never know. And for that reason, anytime somebody walks in here with a 4.5 and they've never gotten a B in their lives, man, I make this classroom like an erupting volcano. It's chaos. And I look at them and I watch them. And sometimes, man, they bite down and they just go hard. And sometimes it's too much. Sometimes I got to rein it back. Sometimes I understand. I just push too hard. But don't. Don't come into my class talking about your 4.6. Don't come into my class talking about how you've never gotten a B. I don't know who you are if you've never gotten a B. I don't know where your limits are. And what's worse, you don't know where your limits are. And that's not a great thing to do. It's not a great thing to not know if you're going into a knife fight. And let me, let me tell you, if the SAT is not going to push that, life definitely will. So do yourself a favor. Find out where those limits are early. Find out where those limits are in front of other people. Go as hard as you can. Blow up like a nuclear bomb. I don't care what happens. Because at the end of it, when you realize you weren't enough in that moment, if you behaved in a way that you admired and you liked, good. Good. Excellent. Get back after it. But what's more important is if you cowered, if you shriveled up in the moment when you realized you weren't enough, man, you don't want that to be on game day. You take a step back, you pick yourself up, you retool. But do it now. Do it tonight. Do it tomorrow. Because you don't want to walk into my classroom or walk out into the world and be surrounded by chaos and not know who you are. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.